Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Shall We Continue? I am your host, Caleb Harris, here to unravel the issues holding us back from internal freedom. We shouldn't feel afraid to express our own opinions without fear or judgment. We shouldn't eat with our emotions just because of a failed job promotion or just because we feel unhappy. Our society has trained us into believing that we will never be happy unless we have X amount of dollars. Although we have all of our wants and needs, we still feel incomplete. But why though? It's because we've been trained to believe that things will make us feel better. You need a bigger car. You need a bigger house. You need the newest sneakers. But this is only because you feel you need to treat yourself. But treating ourselves isn't really making us happy. Now is it? Instead, we should reject this low vibrational thinking and take better care of ourselves. Starting now, we need to eat better, meditate, exercise, and sleep at night. Remember, you can watch as many YouTube compilations, daytime shows, read self-help books, and say your prayers until the cows come home. But if you don't practice what you preach, does it really matter? Shall we continue? Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Shall We Continue? As usual, I am your host, Caleb Harris, until something changes, or until I get abducted by aliens, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I, I really don't. But anyway, I want to go into storytelling mode, guys. You know, I've been pretty open about my past, you know, with the drinking, the smoking, and all that. And now I'm just clean, living a good life, but everyone is always telling you, right, like who to hang out with, who do you want to be. Who you should inspire to be, right? Like all that positive mumbo jumbo. Well, I think on today's episode, we need to talk about who not to be. Which brings me to the tale of Barnaby. Okay, so this kid named Barnaby, right? He was just awful. He was just awful. Like, I grew up in this town called Broadbrook, Connecticut. I recently moved over to Enfield, Connecticut. And this one kid was just absolutely positively awful. I mean, he had no morals, no principles. He just didn't care about anyone. And uh, I don't think he cared about himself either. You know, but I think the reason why he was always so close with the crew, and I use close very loosely, is he had weed. <laughs> that kid always had weed on him. He always had alcohol on him. I don't know what else he had on him, but I didn't hang out with him all the time. You see, there was a rule with hanging out with these kind of people, right? You didn't hang out with them all the time. You only hung out with them on the weekends. Well, at least that was my rule. You knew, okay, as soon as I get my things together, like, I'm going to part ways with these people. But for the time being, they're fun to be around. Uh, they're not getting arrested all the time. And they don't put my life too much in danger. So, you know, I guess they're cool. That's basically the path that I... For some reason made to myself. I don't know why. I just I made that dumb path to myself. But anyway. I remember when I had my first encounter with Barnaby. I was at the reservoir. We were just hanging out. I hit up my buddy Nick. And a couple of other people. And I walked down there. And we're just hanging out. Just chilling. I think I was either like. I want to say either 18 or 19 at the time. When I met this kid. I don't remember. It, it was something around that time. 
And all I remember is him just babbling on about absolutely nothing. And this is the worst part about him. Well, one of the worst parts is his birthday is on my birthday. February 12th. But he was born in the worst generation. He was born in that 96th generation. You see, the 96th generation, dude, those kids are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. They have no morals, no principles, no values. You see, I was born in 94. So I grew up around boomers. I grew up with that mentality that, like, you had to get up and you had to work for everything that you had. You know, you were able to take a day off, but you weren't able to take a whole week off or a whole month off. You know, you just got your bearings together, you talked about it, and you moved on. That was that. Now, it has its good and its bad, but we'll discuss that for another episode. Barnaby hadn't either. Barnaby just didn't have anything. So I remember I just, I was being cordial to the guy. I go, what's up, dude? It's like, hey, man, you want to smoke a bogey, man? <laughs> and that, that's how he laughed. That is exactly how he laughed. He would just go, <laughs> and I'm like, the hell's wrong with this kid but i didn't pay it too much mind because like i said back then like i didn't care about much things i really didn't care as long as i was able to smoke some weed and get drunk every now and then as long as i didn't overdo that i was cool you know it was one of those things where i was like okay as long as i don't do this every day i'm cool but barnaby man barnaby was always around and I come, come to think of it, nobody liked him. I, I don't even think his own sister liked him. I don't think the other people that, you know, he'd hang out with, they really wanted to be bothered with him. But it's just, it was one of those things where it's like he was always around. He was always around and nobody ever just said, why are we hanging out with this kid? Until I did. Because <laughs> I remember one day, you know, fast forward, I think um, I'm either 22, I'm 23, either age, but you know, I'm legal drinking age, that's what I want to say. And this is when like I was drinking a little bit more, but I was still, I was still kind of keeping it under control, kind of not keeping it under control, but you know, I just wanted to let loose, I'd have college breaks, so I'd hit up my buddies, and long behold, Barnaby was around. So I remember, oh man, this is the one day now, let me scratch that. I didn't feel bad for him that day. But I remember there was this one day where at first I kind of felt bad for him. And then after a while, I didn't feel bad for him because it was Barnaby and uh, nobody liked Barnaby. We were all using him. I myself was guilty of using him. I don't use people anymore. But he was one of those people where it's like if he was going to give you a free drink, if he was going to give you like, you know, a free smoke or Anything like that, right? As long as it wasn't anything heavy like cocaine or heroin or anything like that. You know, anything prescription. It was cool. I was like, eh, well, you know, he's cool. Just don't hang out with him all the time. That was all. That was always what I would say in my mind. Just don't hang out with him all of the time. Only hang out with him some of the time. Not all the time, though. But I remember uh, my other buddy, which is going to remain nameless because I don't like him anymore. I don't hang out with him anymore. But it was him. Me and Barnaby. It was like the four of us. And it was another guy. And it was all four of us. We're packed into a car. And we're driving to his baby mama's house. We're driving to Barnaby's baby mama's house. Because his girlfriend. No, it wasn't his baby mama. They didn't have kids. Sorry about that. They didn't have kids. He had kids with somebody else. That That's what happened. Got it. 
Okay, so we're going to Barnaby's ex-girlfriend's house. And boy, was she ugly. <laughs> she was not attractive at all. Like, I, I mean, physically and mentally. Like, I don't know about you guys, you guys out here who are listening to this. Bro, I am not into women who smoke cigarettes. I'm not into it. Like, I don't mind a woman who drinks as long as she doesn't get carried away. But as long as she smokes cigarettes, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Not doing it. Absolutely not doing it. But Barnaby, well, Barnaby was trash and he attracted trash. And that's what I've learned. You are who you hang out with. You are who you attract. Your energy speaks volumes about who you are. So if you're a trashy person, you're most likely going to attract a trashy person. It happens. You know, it's just one of those things. So I remember we pull up to their house. We pull up to his girlfriend's house. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. Damn, I can't use his name either. I can't use his name. But Barnaby got a very unexpected surprise because one of my friends was hanging out with his ex-girlfriend. Guys, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, but don't go anywhere because trust me, you do not want to miss what I have to say. If you are looking for a graphic designer, look no further. Email me at Caleb21294. I complete newsletters, YouTube thumbnails, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and other social media posts just for your business. Again, my email is Caleb21294 at AOL.com. In order to book a consultation with me, all you have to do is email me at Caleb21294 at AOL.com. We can talk about anything that you want and it'll be extremely private. Just between you and I. Make sure you guys pre-order my book, Suffering in Silence, August 15, 2003, on Amazon.com. You will not be disappointed. Are you tired of feeling sluggish and groggy all the time? Well, look no further. The No Meat, No Problem Cookbook provides mouth-watering natural recipes made from starches, legumes, and whole grains fit for everyday human consumption. Don't continue to jeopardize your health eating heavily processed food. Buy Caleb's cookbook on Amazon and change your life forever. And he had his arm around her and everything, and I'm like, oh my god. And, you know, I had no sympathy for the kid. I think I was a little drunk, but I remember just bursting out and bursting out into laughing. I laughed so goddamn hard that day. <clears throat> I laughed so hard that day, man. I was just dying of laughter. Oh, my God. I was in tears. I was in absolute tears. <laughs> Because I knew, like, this girl didn't want him, you know? Like, come on now. Like, Barnaby was, like, five foot four. Okay, maybe he was five foot six, okay? Being nice. He had to have been 140 pounds soaking wet. He didn't have anything going for himself. He was a loser, but he always had weed and alcohol. So I think that's the only reason why she was with him anyway. Because I met women like that. And women like that, they were just using men for their weed and their alcohol. And that's the reason why I didn't mess around with the Broadbrook crowd like that. I didn't mess around with the Broadbrook women. Even though a couple of them gave me the eye, I was just like, nah. 
can't do it cannot do it and i just i never been into like trashy women like that i'm just like oh this is just you know I, I gotta respect myself a little bit more just a tad bit more at that time it was only a tad bit more but man i remember my boy uh, i knew him because he's on the track team but he had like the biggest grin on his face and he was just looking at barnaby like okay well what are you gonna do about it bro and Barnaby wasn't going to do nothing. Like, I remember in the car, he was talking all this mess. All this mess. Talking about, oh, I'm going to kick I'm gonna kick her ass. I'm going to kick her ass. I'm going to do this, that, and the other to her. And her boyfriend, I'm going to beat him up too. I don't care. And then the funny thing is, this is how I knew the Broadbrook crowd wasn't anything. They were just trash. Because they knew. <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea. That's why I laughed, because I had no idea. I turned to my other buddy. I'm like, yo, did you know about this? I'm like, nah, man, I had no idea. But yeah, other people knew and they didn't tell him. And that's why I started realizing the Broadbrook crowd, they always like to use people. So that's how you got to learn. That's who you got to learn who not to be. You have to learn not to be going around here using people. You got to learn, like, stop being a people pleaser. Stop giving people your weed, your alcohol and all that stuff. If anything, cut all that stuff out like I do. Because it's not going to make you feel any better. Trust me. It's not. But I remember Barnaby just got so pissed. She took his clothes. I remember. Yeah, I remember. What did she say? What did she say exactly? She's like, well, here's your shit. Now get out. And I was just like, wow. I mean, you going to let your, your ex-girlfriend talk to you like that? But then again, it was Barnaby. Again. Five foot five, five foot six, maybe, 140 pounds, soaking wet. And he suffers with, uh, he definitely suffers. What he suffers with is a short man complex, a Napoleon complex. That's the word I'm looking for. He's always trying to walk around like he's like the biggest guy, in, like the biggest guy in the room. And he's the smallest guy in the room and he can't handle it. It really pisses him off. So he does outlandish things. Right? He tries to be really hard all the time because he thinks that's what manhood is about. When the funny thing about manhood is it's really just about having morals and principles. That's it. Just having character. I mean, that's really all manhood is about. It has nothing to do with lifting weights. But in Barnaby's mind, in Barnaby's mind, yeah, he was just, yeah, he just didn't get it. He was one of those kids. He just did not get it. So anyway, fast forward a couple later, a couple hours later, uh, we hit the packy. <laughs> suburban, I know, a suburban term for everybody, but that's what it was called. It was called the packy. And everybody always had to go to the packy on Saturdays because that's just what you had to do. Because you got to understand something, guys. Uh, Broadbrook, Connecticut is an S-hole. Okay? It's not great. It's not a fun place to be around. It's not worth saving. Majority of the people there are trash, but it is an S-hole. Take it for what you want to take it. It's just the truth. So when you're around these kind of towns, that's all you do. I need me. I was a little bit smarter. I graduated from college. I at least had some kind of head on my shoulder. Uh, my other buddy, he worked. He found a job. Things like that. I mean, there were some people that were kind of motivated. Some people that weren't. You, you try to... The funny thing about it is, I was always around the motivated alcoholics. 
or I was around the trashiest people ever. It was never, they were never able to come together because they were always judging one another. But the funny thing about it is we were all trash, but we couldn't understand that. It was so weird. Barnaby, man. Oh, man. Barnaby, Barnaby, Barnaby. He was just such a troublemaker all the time. He was so trouble. We had to leave him in the car while we got the alcohol. Because he was going on all night. I remember now. He was going on all night talking about how he was going to, you know, beat somebody up. And he was trying to threaten people. He's like, you see this man? You see this man? I got this knife. I got this knife, man. I'm like, you better put that knife away from me. If you put that knife anywhere around me, I'm going to beat your ass. I remember telling him that. Because he tried to mess with me a couple times. I remember that. He's like, hey, man, you know, just, just relax, man. <laughs> just relax. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to relax. You try to put a motherfucking knife on me. And I'm supposed to just relax. You see what I mean? Like, it was always those trashy people. And I'm so glad I don't hang out with those people anymore. I'm so glad. I never want to see Barnaby again. Never. But I remember that night. He was just so crazy. And as we get our alcohol, right? As we get our alcohol, we get in the car. You know, no one's drinking at this point. You know, we're all pretty cool. We're all still sober. Well, slightly. Or just, you know, it, it's it's coming down. We came down a little bit. So, as we showed up to this guy's house. Well, not his house. It was his apartment. I think he was having a little, like, get-together. Because it wasn't a party. I know the Broadbrook crowd always talks about parties. But, uh... Parties in Broadbrook aren't really parties. It's just like seven guys and like two girls. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. It's like seven guys and two girls and a bunch of alcohol and a bunch of weed. And and that's that's really the party. That's the extent of the party. So anyway, we're hanging out at this party. You know, a term that I use very loosely. And we're hanging out in the apartment. Everything's going by pretty well. We're taking some shots and we're all hanging out, whatnot. And I don't know what the hell it was with Barnaby, but Barnaby was like kind of in this like little mood of his, still in this mood because he couldn't still get over his girlfriend. And you would think that, you know, okay, well, he's got his alcohol, he's got his weed, so he's got to be over it. Wrong. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. As I get older, I started studying like psychology. I just started understanding, like, if you're in a bad mood, right, and then you start smoking and you start drinking, your mood gets even worse. You don't feel better. You just feel worse. That's why, like, I would tend to not get drunk or not smoke weed when I was in a bad mood. I tried not to do that, but sometimes I was guilty of doing it. But my mood would always get worse every single time. So Barnaby is going on and on and on about how he's going to beat somebody up. And I remember just telling him, like, dude, just shut up. Shut up. Just go take another beer or something. God damn. And, you know, maybe that was very toxic of me, you know, toxic masculinity. But, you know, it is what it is, what I used to do. But anyway, I just wasn't really sensitive to his problems at all. Because I just knew that he was trash and I didn't really care for him that much. No one else cared for him. And I was just like, eh, whatever, he'll get over it. But he didn't get over it because what he decided to do is he decided to go pick a fight with somebody. Yeah. And, of course, Barnaby lost. <laughs> of course, Barnaby lost because he thought that he was a tough guy. 
as I said before, the Napoleon complex, five foot six, 140 pounds. You know, scrawny little white kid. And he, you know, decides to pull out a goddamn knife. And I remember somebody took that knife out of his goddamn hand and got him. Thank God they took him home. Oh, man, thank God they took him home. And now come to think of it, I think that was the last time I've seen of him. I've heard stories. I remember one of my buddies told me he got arrested. Another buddy told me that he has kids. I I don't know. The Broadbrook crowd is always, you know, very confusing when it comes to stories and accuracy and loyalty, especially loyalty, you know. But it was just it was one of those things, man, where I learned from him just who not to be. So, yeah, man, after uh, being around people like Barnaby, uh, I just started realizing most of the people, they were just like Barnaby in a way. I just started really picking up on it, and I started, I stopped hanging out with those guys, like, a long, a long time ago. But it brings me to the lesson of today's episode. You have to learn who not to be. It's not easy, because you always imitate the same patterns, but you always have to realize, like, okay, Caleb, you're older now. You're 26 years old. You don't need to be hanging out all night and day. You don't need to be hanging out at the clubs, the bars, like a fool. You don't need to be doing that. There's no need for you to hang out at like 2 in the morning anywhere. Like seriously, there there was really no need to do that anymore. And that's what I'm slowly realizing. Because the people I used to hang out with had no... What's the word I'm looking for? They had no care in the word. Care in the world. Sorry about that. No care in the world. There we go. No care in the world. And I'm just like, wow, these guys are just... They don't care about nothing. They don't care about anything. And that's that energy that rubs off on you. Because if you if they don't care, you don't care. You only start caring if you hang out with other people who care. There you go. So, yeah, I got to be honest. I don't remember the last time I've been in Broadbrook. I think I, I, I go to play basketball in Mill Pond. But that's like occasionally. That's only so I can come up with a good story idea. But I'm not in Broadbrook all the time, no. Like, I don't like that area. I try to stay away from there as much as possible. I only make visitations. That, that's it. Strictly visitations. And that is all. Like, I'm usually more in Manchester, Enfield, or I'm just literally at my house. Because I started understanding this is the life I want to live. And maybe... Maybe to some people that's boring, they'll think, oh, this is such a boring life. You literally don't do anything. And then you start to realize these dudes haven't been doing anything for years. They think that doing something is smoking and drinking and just cutting up like a fool. You know, they think that that means that they're doing something. When like they're basically just a a comatose zombies. And you don't want to hang out with those kind of people because... Those kind of people, they don't do anything. They just walk around in circles. And I'm so glad I minused myself from that kind of energy. I decided, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm not going to be around these people. And the funny thing about it is, I haven't even told these people. And that's the one thing I had to learn. Like, you don't tell somebody that you're leaving them. You just get up and leave. You see, I grew up on the older generation. They always say, I could show you better than I could tell you. They always say that. I can show you better. I can tell you. And it's true. (laughs) 
If you show somebody that you don't need them, you don't need them in your life anymore, guess what? They'll leave. They'll pick up the hint. But you need to be firm on that. You need to be firm on this is the life that I'm going to create for myself and I'm not going backwards. If you're not firm, then you're going to go right back into that lifestyle. And I like to think that the people that follow my page are the ones who listen to the podcast, you know, the ones who uh, check out my blog and popular opinions, you know, things like that. I'd like to think that we're all, I wouldn't say that we're all on the same page, but I like to think that we're all, you know, we're all trying to make progress in life. and We don't want to keep hanging out with people that don't make progress. Because trust me, if you keep hanging out with people who don't make progress, let this be known. You will always remain a loser. That's it. If you keep hanging out with people who just want to stop making progress, don't want to continue making progress, basically just want to keep messing up their life all the time, you will not make any progress in your life and you will remain a loser. So, in this life, I leave you with this phrase. I know I've said it repeated times. I've said it redundantly. But I want to leave you with this phrase. Learn who not to be. Because once you learn who not to be, that's when your life starts to become... Again, I gladly appreciate everyone who listened to this episode. Stay tuned for the next episode of Shall We Continue? I'm a little bit better.